Welcome to Ear Biscuits. I'm Rhett. And I'm Link. It's time for another conversation with someone interesting from the internet, uh-huh. like we do every single week, people, at the round table of dim lighting this week. It is Anthony Padilla and Ian Hecox, the comedy duo better known as Smosh. I've heard of them. I've heard of them, too. A few times. I've actually met them. Well, I mean, we're friends, (laughs) but, uh, you know, they're very busy guys. So after we were both guests on an upcoming epic rap battle of history, Mm. you know, we both shot all day, and then we uh, got here at the round table of dim lighting to have a conversation. Now... Uh, you probably know that Smosh is the second most subscribed personality fronted channel on YouTube. Over 17 and a half million subscribers and 3 billion views. I might have to break out the word powerhouse. Powerhouse. Again? Like powerhouse you like squared. Bringing that out sometimes. Well, you know, this is one of those situations where um, probably everyone who's listening already know who's, knows who Smosh is. And if you just happen to be one of the few people who don't, no, they are. You probably have seen one of their videos. E- e- by accident, you've seen one of their videos. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. they, they've got a view for almost half of the world's population, you know. Uh, but it do- isn't just their main channel. Those three billion views, they've added to that. They've got Smosh Games, a channel with over four million subscribers. They've got an animation-based channel, Shut Up Cartoons, over a million and a half subscribers. And I'm not making this up, Link. They have a Spanish-dubbed channel. Never, never watched it, I can't say. El Smosh. El Smosh with over a million subscribers, and they have their own magazine. <laughs> They've got a magazine, like a magazine you can go into a magazine store, like a physical magazine, Smosh well, magazine, and I, buy. I, yeah, I was in Walgreens, and I, I, I perused it. You perused it? I didn't purchase it. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I don't purchase magazines. I just look at them there while my wife is, like, getting other stuff. And I'm over here like a tween looking at a Smosh magazine. Look at that. Look at that 35-year-old guy. He's into Smosh magazine. (laughs) Uh, Forbes called them a new purely digital breed of celebrity, and they've been ranked in the Hollywood 30 under 30 two years in a row by Forbes magazine. Okay, so they've been putting out weekly sketch-based comedy for many years. Of their 3 billion views, 100 million of those views comes from their most popular video called Beef and Go. Hi, I'm Anthony Padilla. Are you the kind of person that just loves meat but is always on the go? Well, I know I am. For years, I've searched for an easy way to eat steak and other meat products with my on-the-go lifestyle. But products like Quickie Steak were too inconvenient, while other products like Meatball Necklace were just plain messy. That is, until I found Beef and Go. They're also known for their video game-themed music videos like their Legend of Zelda rap, which is approaching 50 million views. Okay, so being a comedy duo ourselves and talking to the most successful comedy duo in the history of the internet, and I don't think that's any exaggeration. No. I was really interested in talking to them about 
their friendship off camera. You know, uh, in the ways that we relate to each other, there's conflict. There's um, there's lots of coordination when there's two of us. You got to be on the same page. That's not always going to happen. I was curious how they dealt with that. I think at a certain point, this Ear Biscuit approached a counseling session. Yeah, it does get into uh, counseling at one point. I don't know who was being counseled. I think it if it I think might it have went, been us. It went might both have been ways. It goes I, both I think ways. it went both ways. Um, but yeah, you know, we've got this, what we feel like is some insight into what it's like to be a comedy duo. So we ask a lot of questions, have a lot of conversation just about uh, what that dynamic is, inc- including what is it like to, you know, have a this big brand that is this thing that people understand as Smosh that's also a real friendship. How does that relate to their lives as individuals? The fact that they live in different cities. We talk about uh, a lot of stuff related to that. This is a this right. is a duo interviewing a duo. And they have relationships they that they have on the internet with their girlfriends differently. They to different approach degrees, that, to different degrees, yeah. To also to different girls. Yeah. That's good. We've always maintained that. It's always have a healthy. relationship with a different girl, each person in the duo. Right. I mean, we get into a lot of things here, so see if you can learn something new about Smosh. Like I said, we're glad to call them friends. Also collaborators. Uh, they were guests on one of the very first episodes of our half-hour show, The Mythical Show uh, of last year, 2013. So, And we're happy to have them on Ear Biscuit. Here's our Ear Biscuit with Smosh. 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 Your water there. Yeah. And this is a new water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you feel the need to be more hydrated? Well, I came in with this water. I didn't know you guys were going to be supplying. Personally, whenever there's more than one supply. water ball in front of me, I'm like, I better drink like that one so I only have one. Maybe I'll double fist it. Yeah. Well, no, Link, you is need obsessed. To conserve it. Link is obsessed with being hydrated. <laughs> no, seriously. That uh, explains it, your wonderful it, skin. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it the hydration or the urination? That, I that... think my constant urination is what uh, well, explains my obsession with hydration. <laughs> hydration leads to urination. But you know that um, if you are properly hydrated, like if you flood your body with water, uh, you'll die. No, you will. You, you can, can die from a water overdose. Have you yeah. done that? He's Once died before. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't fun. But from water intake. Your body adjusts no, to somebody, it. Though. Somebody did that. That's real. Like, like yeah. actually, like oh, yeah. there's a radio contest in our city, uh, Sacramento. Yeah. Somebody, somebody died. It was a hold yeah. your wee for a wee. That was my aunt. Oh, I bet they don't still. Do- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not funny. I'm like looking at you, trying to read your face. Like, yeah. is he serious? Uh, I, I hate to make light of water deaths. <laughs> <laughs> that happened in Sa- uh, Sacramento because mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard about it. Yeah, all the radio DJs got fired. Yep. And they don't do the contest anymore. No, I don't think they do. Was that before or after we went on that radio show? Uh, Was there a pun in there? A different, what? A different channel. You said we went on the show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we would like to play. Uh, that was the only other time that we really went on a radio show and yeah. held mics up to our face. This, like is, our, this. this is our first podcast. Yeah. Wow. This, yeah. We this, are honored, guys. We're breaking the seal. I Taking know. that podcast virginity and let me tell you, it sounds sexy. <laughs> now they have to listen to it. You should have never given us headphones to hear yeah. what we sound like because we're way too much. much I mean, I, I can turn it off here. No, <laughs> no, I need to hear. No, it. I sit around and just talk. To, I do this when Link's not here. Yeah. Sometimes I just come in here and just talk to myself because I sound so much cooler. You do. You do. Everybody. To myself yeah. in person, you just you're just like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> hey guys, I'm my Ren. name's Ren. I'm seven feet tall. <laughs> 
<laughs> is oh. your is your hmm. philosophy to pee before you do something important? Because I always or to hold it because I always oh, find that I, found, I really have to yeah, pee right before always, I do something. I just realized before. I just realized we we um, hosted the video game awards at South by Southwest, and I realized that I am a nervous shitter. Like <laughs> yeah. I I like right before I go on, I suddenly have to go. Yeah. And I trace that back to like every time we've done a live thing at VidCon that I've, I've, I thought maybe I just ate something bad, <laughs> but like literally every, every time I do like a live thing, I get way nervous. You know, I'm kind of similar. I, I like psych myself out. I'm like, do I have to pee? I better go pee right now. And then for some reason, I always convince myself that I'm cold and that I need to really make sure my hands are warm. I think that's some and kind you of pee on them. I, well, I, don't know. <laughs> I just keep them in my pockets and I'm like. They're, they're okay. I don't know. I think it's some kind of a mental disorder. Well, but no, it's natural to evacuate before you do something important. I mean, that's just a biological just reality. A le- it's like flying, just lessen the weight kind well, of thing. Well, <laughs> it goes back to your ancestors that needed to run after animals on the plains for long periods of time. It was like, <laughs> listen, I'm going to be chasing this gazelle for the next two days. I better... Take a big old deuce right now, <laughs> <laughs> so I could. I'm serious, man. You know That's I believe it. I always, I always, I always try to evacuate as much as possible before, <laughs> I, before I did like a, a a running sort of race. Uh-huh. Like the worst for me was my first day of uh, school every year. I don't know why. What? Oh man, yeah. I, I get, always felt like I had so to. I, I was so nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> at the school <laughs> or no, before? before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to go at school. Well, <laughs> I, I think this is, you're highlighting two differences between me and Red. I'm kind of curious how, where you guys fall on this. One is right now, I always get in an argument uh, about this whole P thing because we're about, like, if we do something live on a stage, I'm like, ah, I'll be right back. I got to go pee <laughs> yeah. again. And he's like, no. Hold it, harness that. No, harness no. that. Use that. Use that because tension for whole, performance. No, because then the whole time all you're thinking about is how you have to pee. No, but and then if he has to pee, the whole time all I'm thinking about is how he has to pee. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and then it can be contagious too. <laughs> yeah. But the second thing you, you mentioned being really nervous before your first day of school and having to evacuate. <laughs> um, I have always been that way too. I pristinely remember every school year just being a nervous wreck (laughs) before the first day of school. Whereas Rhett, I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I know we've talked about it that the first day of school is always like your best day ever. Like you cannot so wait ex- to get there. So really? Ex- so excited. Did you get like the new uh, the new school clothes and everything? You're like, oh, I gotta show this off. But there was no anxiety. So you're saying you. Like that was always a, a nervous thing for that you. Was the worst day of my life every every year was that first day of school. Like just kind the of nervousness, a, kind of an know. irrational. It's just this yeah. a new beginning, the unknown. It's weird because I like wasn't even really scared. I just was like, oh crap! <laughs> Literally, like right. <laughs> I was never nervous about my classes. I was just like when when you first go into the class and everybody chooses what what seat they want to sit in. Nobody ever like chose a seat next to me. Me too. I was always stoked whenever they had those preset yeah. but, seats. But that's but that's also carried over, which now I'm like grateful for it. Nobody wants to sit next to me on a plane. <laughs> so like You think you just give off that vibe? I guess so. And I guess I gave that you vibe do. off in school too. You do so. give off that vibe. So now it's actually paid off. So like I don't know if I'm just like really boss at selecting like uh, airplane seats, but literally, like the entire plane will fill up, and I will be the one with the last remaining empty seat next to me. What's the look yeah. on your face? I don't give anybody a look. I just, I'm just doing my thing. How do you do it? You look it? forward like you're a serial doing, killer. You're doing something. You yeah. just don't you know do it. Do it. Oh, I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm, you know, stabbing a doll. <laughs> right, yeah. a doll that looks like just your average airline passenger. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that does. <laughs> that'll do sometimes it. Sometimes I'm just. 
I'm just eva- you know I get nervous so I just evacuate right there. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. The evacuation yeah. that probably creates a radius yeah. <laughs> around, around you. That guy Sometimes. has grabbed his pants. <laughs> And he's stabbing a dog. <laughs> I'm not sitting next to him. I bet his girlfriend is going to be here any second now. How many people are going to start trying that now? A few. It's, well, not, it, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, there's a, trust me. There's a it's downside. Like, Ian, it's very worth it. <laughs> I'd rather well, sit next the, to a It stranger. depends on the duration of the flight. Okay, it might like, be worth it to, to crap your pants. You might have a, a little <laughs> bit of extra leg room and arm room, but you've just crapped your pants. Well, you've lost some room in your pants. <laughs> so, so, But you're not the type. Are you also the type to get anxious like before some sort of live gig? I mean, the whole YouTube just live thing. Stuff. I just I'm we're not in so good much at... control. Yeah. That then when you have to go into this live format, first time I saw you guys live was at YouTube Live. You know, you had the, you guys had to introduce something. Oh man, that on was, stage. That was only like a, a three second spot, and I was so nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was because it's a different world. Because yeah. it's live, and you can't you can't edit it before it goes up. Yeah. Yourself. I'm, I'm really terrible with like just being on in the spotlight i don't really like it yeah so like you know uh even like in class like when when you had to go around and say who you were like some classes like you say who you were and like what you like to do like my heart would be beating like 10 people away like they go down the line there's like i'm like 10 people away and i'm like what am i gonna say you're like practicing (laughs) your name under your breath yeah and then it it gets me i'm like uh, I mean, and I like snow. I think, a lot, of, I think a lot of people can relate to that, but you know what I just realized is the fact that everyone is so nervous, they're not even listening to what anyone else is saying, so you're it's nervous for no reason. Like, No, there are a few people who aren't nervous. Like, that's what I'm saying about Rhett. Rhett was a guy like, man. It's just the Rhett that's he listening, likes, that's it. Rhett's like, he likes snow? What's his problem? That's weird. Well, I, I, I don't say... I, I was nervous, and I and I do get nervous when we do when we do live stuff, definitely. But I wasn't thinking about. I was thinking about. Hmm, I got to say the right thing, so they'll think the right thing about me the rest of the year. Mm. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is, this is the chance right now. You got to say. I can't say I like snow because because <laughs> <laughs> there's, so there's some other snow fans there. <laughs> yeah, you don't right. Know. Well, hold on. For the record, who doesn't like snow? Yeah, come on. If you live in Sacramento, I right. mean, it's. Yeah, you like snow when you don't <laughs> it's live. It's like in a it. novelty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about class. I think this this is a good a segue as any into how you guys met. So I I assume that there's kind of this normal story you tell. Yeah. Have you read and, the story? Because it seems and, like you kind of are on the right track. But you can give us. I knew that it, it's kind of a middle school that you guys Close, met. Sixth right? grade. Sixth grade. Okay, so that that's the first year of middle school in my mind. For no, some not, people. Oh, maybe it is now. A, I think it's hours. more common now, but. Where we grew up, it was sixth grade was uh, elementary school. You were the big kids in the elementary school. So that's what okay. I assume. Yeah, I have I've read the Smosh lore. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I guess this is the form for you to to say what you actually remember, not what's been written in a Wikipedia. Well, entry. all we yeah. remember now is what's been written. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, well, trust is, me. You tell the story enough times, that's yeah. all you remember. It could like slowly change. I'm like, so I uh, was raised as a girl. Yeah. <laughs> And yep. I love snow. Yeah, because love you, snow. Didn't, you don't even like yeah. snow. No, I probably don't. Right, because that's if that's what your wiki says. Yeah. You know, that's what I'll start that's what you it. believe. But you do. I I guess you do find yourself telling this part of the story. So I don't. Oh, you yeah. know, I, I want you to tell it in a fresh way. Okay, right. what's a fresh way in a high pitched voice? Maybe no, in, in, ja- in Japanese or. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just no, acknowledging. I, I was gonna start, but then that would have just been incredibly racist. <laughs> I'm just ing- <laughs> acknowledging this may be the, the thing that you that you have to say a lot, and then people are like, okay, we got it. 
Yeah. We'll quote how many views you get it and subscribers you have, and then that'll be the thing. Yeah. But take us back uh, there. Right. What, what year is back. this? Sixth grade. It was, it was, a, it was a nice was, sunny day. Like, what was that? In 1998? I'm guessing it was eight. Um, something like that. Um, I just moved to that town. Um, so he was, I was a the big new, ass loser because he was a new kid. I was a new kid. And then, Moving from where? From basically just a different side of the town because my parents didn't want me to. It's go actually to... where the Smosh House is. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. I I grew up in an area that was it was it was okay, but the high school they had like gang problems and stuff. So so my parents didn't want me going there and you know becoming a a, a crip or a blood. They didn't have know? a snow liking gang that you could be a part of. So you had sure, to, I, I never checked. You had to Maybe get I out. Gone. But uh, so yeah, we moved we moved on to the other side of the city where they had this decent high school for me and my sister to go to. So uh, went there uh, sixth grade. Uh, met Anthony. Uh, well, actually, I the first time we were... met was in this uh, yeah. this class. So yeah, was it? Did we merge like classes? Because it was our science class. Did were we in the same class? And then we I don't know. It was weird. We had to go to a different. Yeah, I don't know. Different room. I just realized that our teacher kind of looked like Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> yeah, he was a creeper. He was a creep. Uh, but it was a guy. Yeah, yeah. It was a guy. Yeah. yeah. But well, we got we went to this different room to be with a different teacher to learn science. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but it was this woman teacher. I don't remember her name. I can't say I remember. Her I don't name. remember anything. That's what I was saying. That I'll believe anything I read on our wiki. <laughs> um, and and was it the type of was it okay? We are lab partners, and now we're best friends type thing. Or no, it was just like, an acquaintance. Like, okay, I met you and along with everybody else. Yeah, we were paired up, and it was the first time I ever really talked to him because he's just the new kid. Yep. And uh, we were paired up, and they're like, "All right, you're gonna be drawing. Um, you're gonna be drawing a dump, a landfill." Really? I don't know why. But that's where we met. Drawing was, a yeah, landfill. It was all about landfills and stuff. Yeah. Learning so about landfills. For some reason, we thought it was the funniest thing ever to draw. Um, Gas masks and flies and flies poop. flying all over. It kind of kind of goes back to our the conversation we all had right at the beginning of this. Thing. Right. <laughs> it's interesting that we met. Of course, it was first grade. Our Wikipedia dictates to, to us, us that us no. Up? I'm just trying to connect. Okay, I get it. You guys are better. I see. You no, you met I'm not grade. saying that. What do you freaking do? And it was well before oh. 1999 <laughs> or eight or whatever that was. But when we met, we were held in from recess uh, and being being punished, and we had to color pictures. We so we were both drawing pictures, but not the same of mythical the, beasts. The same and you were both in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but it wasn't landfill. Were, yeah, you guys look like some serious. Yeah. We were the only two. The only two. We were the only in. kids in trouble. Yeah, yeah, that day. Yeah. Wow. Did you guys beat each other up? No, we no. were like. Or did you just beat kids up so bad that they like didn't? What'd you get in trouble like, for? Profanity. On the desks. On the desks. You guys? Profanity? So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in front of us, what? we have a desk that we can draw on right Yeah, here. but you can't write profanity oh, on this. Uh, <laughs> are we going to get in trouble? Or are we going to have to draw mythical creatures? Yeah, yet? we'll put you in detention. <laughs> so Bunyan. were you drawing the same picture? Like, is we it like. Were, yeah, it was one paper, and we, we were yeah, both we drawing over each other. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I mean, I where, wish I had that piece of paper. Think, think about that. Yeah. What could you eBay that for? I think Probably he was joking. They were separate landfills. Ten, but no, we really were drawing. No, it was the same landfill. It was the same paper. Yeah, 
Yeah. With the same poop that we tag, were both drawing. Tag wow. team drawing. That's pretty sweet. Spiral. It was a spiral I had, poopy. I, basically, the way we did it was I held Anthony's hand yeah. and we drew it together. <laughs> yeah. like, like a Ouija board. You just <laughs> yes. like, where do we, we even go now? We closed our eyes. Like, oh, really are you terrible. drawing the poop? No, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so do you remember thinking, uh, boy, I like the way that guy draws a gas mask. <laughs> I, I, I respect I him creatively. I was the one that drew the gas mask, and you were the one drawing the flies. <laughs> I don't know, why. but we we laughed till we cried. It seems like something that's not funny at all, and it's not. But for some reason, as sixth graders, it was the funniest. Maybe thing. we drew really hilarious gas masks and flies. Well, that could I can still remember it for some reason. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can still remember it. What do you remember, though? Do you, was this the beginning of a well, wonderful you know, friendship? You know, it's like it's like you know when when you uh, when you go to prison, you know. <laughs> oh, it's like, we all you, know about it. You guys are the troublemakers. It's, it's you guys know all about it. It's a survival thing, you know. So you gotta you gotta get in there and and you know you gotta pair stake up. your claim and you know try to find. I was your claim. With. Yeah, I, I guess was your claim. I guess I was. You were I his affiliation. Your, uh, School affiliation. Yeah. Hey, he, I have a friend now. So I joined yeah. a, a, a like basically a gang, and I didn't even know it. I was your bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what was happening. So to say, yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, it was just like a group of a group of friends that. And then I took you. Him. We initiated you into our group of. Uh, yeah, and some four loser them, friends. Like one of one of them like hated me up until like up until like which uh, one was like that freshman year? Which one was that? Ryan. Ryan hated you? He said he didn't even like me until, <laughs> until like a couple years later. I don't think Ryan liked either of us. I don't know. <laughs> yep. But uh but yeah, so we just we just stayed friends until uh you know, just hung out, played Goldeneye, played Perfect Dark, yep. played Halo. I mean we're we're working through the video game years. That's pretty how, good. That's how I define like the the years in our friendship <laughs> right. is the what video games game we years. played together. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, we were pretty good friends, but never like super close until High school, and I got my driver's license and a car before Ian, and he mm. needed a ride home, and it just so happened he was kind of on the way home, so he bummed rides off me. Carpool, mm. huh? Yeah. It was totally for carpool reasons, right, Ian? No, he bummed rides. So <laughs> his amazing Ford Probe. 89 Ford Probe. Anal Probe. Yeah. So, okay, so you're in a group of friends, yeah. and did it quickly become like, okay, yeah, we're in this group of friends, but, you know, the two of us... We're, we're besties we're we're best friends or we're just two guys in a group of friends like we're how probably, was that shaping up there was i mean hmm. i'd say that we say. were just two guys in a group of friends yeah there, until... there's definitely there's definitely times that that it seemed like we weren't included on some yeah. cool kid things because mm-hmm. we weren't we were kind of losers in high school yeah so uh yeah. so sometimes our friends would do some stuff with people that were kind of too cool for us yeah i don't know if we necessarily weren't invited but we were like all right let's do maybe i wasn't listening when they do- invited me <laughs> i was just in my own zone <laughs> yeah but who knows uh but yeah so i mean anthony started the website smosh.com uh Sophomore year of high school. So that was all of our friends. All of our friends were kind of participating in the forum on Back that. in 2002. Yeah, that's, in 2002. that's all the... W- Smosh.com was, was forum. for your I made a group forum of friends. for my group of friends, yeah. Yep. To discuss what? Uh, probably girls. Girls. And I don't know. I really don't know, honestly. We were just like, oh, what are we doing this weekend? We're doing this. Oh, man, it'd be funny if we... Did just talked about random yeah. stuff. What games were you guys playing? Yeah. yeah. It was weird. Um and then uh And why Smosh? We were, uh Smosh, well, that was something that That's our another friend, story we tell a lot. 
That was something that our friend uh, Ryan, the one that that hated me, didn't, hated like, me for, didn't for like either. Of he really hate you. Have you confirmed he, that recently? He told me that. He was like, he was like, I hated you for like when I first knew you. I was <laughs> right. like, okay, thanks for letting me know. That. <laughs> Why would he tell you? Ryan would always. Yeah, that's a very funny. honest guy. Um, very honest. So basically, he he went to a Blink One Eighty Two concert back when that was a thing. And uh, he he was bragging about how he was in a mosh pit, right? And yep, he accidentally and he was, said smosh pit. Yep. It was, <laughs> Ryan was talking to me. He was like, I was in the smosh pit. It was freaking, it was insane. I was like, did you just say smosh pit? He's like, no, I said mosh pit. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure you said smosh pit. So we wa- it was he and I walking over to a group of friends. And I was like, Ryan said smosh pit. Bah, bah, bah. I don't know why we thought that was funny, yeah. but we did. And it just kind of became So it was a, an inside joke yeah, for all your yeah, friends. Exactly. And it became the name mm-hmm. of the forum. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. And then I was this super nerd that uh, basically built websites all the time. So then I was like, man, I don't have any websites to work on. I want to work on something. I was just in this web design class. I was like, oh, man, I should make this site called. What am I going to call it? Call it smosh. It's for me and my friends. Mm-hmm. That was a good idea. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, okay. it kind of panned out. Five-letter five word, like you can't get a five-letter word URL yeah. anymore. Like, and, and how did so? How did that progress to right. you guys making videos? Well, first it started out. Um, we we were into like before YouTube. There was this place called Newgrounds, and it was this. Uh, they hosted Flash animation. Okay, so like, that site's um, still around, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not as popular. Though. I have some really terrible animations on it. Yeah, yeah. We so like we were, we were both like really interested in like Flash, fla- uh, Flash. Oh, you kind of sound like Jenna Marbles for a second. What? <laughs> flash. Flash. She said, "I think she'd say Flash." I don't think she <laughs> would. I think she would say the word Flash like that. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Let's bring her in, <laughs> Jenna. Uh, but yeah, so like we were we were just into. Um, that kind of stuff, and so he he started hosting uh, Flash animations on on our website, on his website. Uh, yeah, you helped pay two dollars a month on the, I did. the server we, fees. All of the friends pitched in two dollars <laughs> a month to pay for the server. Oh, early investors, yeah, huh? exactly. And so after high school, the gimmick was I got to keep all the ad revenue of the twenty dollars a month. So mm. Oh, yeah. lucky, yeah. Um, and so when we graduated from high school, um. All of our friends were going off to college, and Anthony and I were were uh, going to commu- we're going to go to community college just in in our city, and uh, and we were just like bored one day, decided to I don't know we were listening to like the Power Rangers theme song. We were like that'd be really funny if we made some stupid video of us lip syncing it. And okay, yeah, yeah. And that was before YouTube. That was before we yeah. even heard of it. So we hosted it on on Smosh.com. Uh, yeah, on our own, with our own bandwidth. Yeah. So uh, so then we displayed it on our MySpace page when that was a thing, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a genius idea. I was like, well, okay, I'll put the video playing on my page, and then I'll put a box below it that lets you copy paste the video to put on your page. But the thing is, whenever you copy paste that and put it on your page, <laughs> there'd be another box that would say copy paste this, and that was like a f- early form of. Viral sharing, I guess. So it was mm-hmm. you. It was coding that you developed God. that showed like the HTML. Exactly. I was like, yeah, that was the great code. thing about MySpace. You could put yeah. whatever right. the hell you want. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then we oh, made a, a Mortal Kombat theme song, lip sync thing, and well, so the Power Ranger one it, did like well. Some, some people watched it. Our friends liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Our friends okay. on MySpace. I don't know. Our yeah. hundred friends. And then like because we had the Flash animation on our website, there was there's a few people on the website. That saw it as well. That's right. That's right. Um, so the, it got it got out to a few other people that weren't just our yeah close friends. So you followed it up with Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat, and then somebody stole that video and put it on YouTube before we knew what YouTube was. And mm-hmm. somebody somebody was like, "Hey, your 
Did somebody tell us or did you no, just no, search no. it? No, no, no. So I was I was bored searching on Google. I was like, oh man, wouldn't that be so cool if like someone uh, had like been talking about our video or something, you know? So I did a Google search and I found it on this site, YouTube. And I remember had, like, what the name was. Yeah, it had like a hundred views or a thousand views or something like that. It was which is which was like really huge back then. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we couldn't remember what the website name was because we were like, oh man, what was that site? We should go back to it. And we couldn't remember a few days later. We I thought it was Tube you? I thought it was iTube. Yeah. ITube, man. <laughs> Can't find that iTube anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I will will interject at this point because uh, people may be making this connection out there, listeners of ours. So interesting. Obviously, the one parallel is we're, we're both duos yeah. who met when we were younger, bonded over drawing, and then got into YouTube because someone else took one That's of our- That's what happened to yours, too. I want to hear- so, I mean, This must be the way all uh, YouTube duos come together, though. If we, if we, Maybe you in know, early days. We, we yeah. start asking around us, oh, yeah, same thing happened. Video got stolen, put on YouTube, and then got all these views, and that was when you're like, oh, yeah, we should be doing this what on purpose. What was that purpose. video? Uh, it was called Pimp My, My Stroller. Stroller. I yes. think that's the difference. Nice, that's you, a good video. You didn't include your kids in your video oh. parodying an MTV television show <laughs> with a stroller. Yeah. Oh, yes. that's awesome. Where were you guys, where did you guys put that video? On our website. We had a yeah, website. we had a rentlink.com. And oh, then, that's another parallel. You guys had a yes. URL or website it wasn't before. A, just a, it wasn't a forum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, was, what was on there? It was just, hey, let's put our Quick videos Quick time on videos here. of some of the videos that we had out there. Okay, so it was like the same exact situation. Yeah, but were they spreading around or was it just we'll see your friends that watched it or what? Yeah, they were definitely not spreading around. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that one got a lot of views, just like what you're saying. It's like, oh, yeah. I got a thousand views on this Mortal Kombat thing. Yeah. yeah. So then you decided, now let's do Pokemon? Yeah, so what- That was what the we, next one? Well, we- There we was put, the next well, one. I mean, we uploaded, we, we asked the guy to remove the video and we uploaded our Power Rangers and Mortal Kombat videos to YouTube. And, and at that time- you could ask you could ask people to like people could basically suggest videos to be be put on the homepage there was a button on the bottom of every video yeah. that said suggest for homepage oh. so we asked the the small following that we had to hit that button for us well the follow it was more like on our aim instant messaging profiles it was on yeah. my away message yeah yeah <laughs> but but uh, yeah so we, uh, I hosted a poll on MySpace. I said, "Which, what would you guys like us to see? You see us make next?" And then Pokemon won by landslide. There was like Obviously. really stupid. There was like Captain Planet and <laughs> and Inspector Gadget theme songs, but Pokemon blew everything away. We're like, and awesome. you were just lip syncing these. Yeah, I mean, we spiced it up a little bit because it wasn't we threw just jokes. Lip-sync. It was it was a little bit more than what people were doing at the time because a lot of people were doing lip sync things. Right. So, yeah, like so the, then we the Chinese Backstreet Boys. If you remember those days. guys. That's way back. I did oh, yeah. not that see that one. one. Yeah. Yes, I, I do remember that. Yeah. They were wearing the basketball jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're like, we got to do a little that better than those guys. That was our competition. That was our competition. They were the benchmark for us. <laughs> right. They were huge, and we were like, if yeah. only, if only. So, so what was the second turning point? I mean, if the Pokemon thing was like, oh, there's, uh, we have an audience. Mm-hmm. Second turning point is definitely when YouTube said, hey, we could pay you some money to, mm-hmm. to do this. And how much, how far down the road was that? Was that a year later or just that was months like later? 2008. It was a year and a half later. I think it was beginning of 2007. So a year and a half, it was just you continued the same pattern. Yeah. Gained popularity, but it was still just like goofing off hobby. And you were still in school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it was mean, just something that we thought. We partnered with this little tiny website that paid us a little bit. So we had enough money to pay for props and stuff like that. So yeah. we weren't losing money making the videos. But we definitely weren't making anything. 
Um, but yeah, that that turning point is what YouTube contacted you directly. That's how they did with the first. Yeah, yeah it was like ten. Pe- it was partners. like ten people. It was like Lisa Nova, us. What the Ryan? Buck, what probably. the buck? Ryan Higa? Probably. I don't remember. Yeah, probably Ryan. Yeah. And, and they're like, hey, we'll give you a cut yeah. of the ad revenue. Yeah. yeah. So how did, you know, I'm thinking about the way that, that we worked once we started thinking about uh, having this, and this is kind of the way that we always were, is we would have these like strategy meetings, right? R- regardless of what it was that we were trying to do together or trying to accomplish, we kind of come together and be like, all right, we, we got to figure this out. It seems like there was a point at which you guys had this goal that you kind of came together and said, let's, let's accomplish something together. I mean, do you remember what that process was like? Because, you know, going from being friends, two guys that are just hanging out, trying things for fun, to two guys who are like, hold on, we're, this is like a thing. We are a thing trying to accomplish something. Do yeah, you remember we were that process? a brand. I, yeah. We are Smosh, it's mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah, it's uh, we were just two guys just making videos whenever we felt like it, once every two to four weeks, just kind of hanging out, not planning any growth. We we're just like, let's just keep doing the same thing for the rest of our lives. Um, and then we met up with Barry, who's the president of our company now, and he's like, you guys, you guys should think on a big scale, like make more, make more videos. And and, how, and how'd you meet him, and where'd he come from? It's he, funny. He emailed he, us. Yeah, he emailed us. He was the. The ex-president of... Was he president or vice president? Or vice pre- vice, ex-vice president of Disney Animation, I think it was. Yeah, Disney uh, Television Animation. Sorry, Television Animation. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so the funny story, should I tell? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, hey, um, I really like you guys. I really like, uh, you know, he said, hey, I'm you know, ex, blah, 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 Disney, blah, blah, blah. Um, I really like your guys' voice, and uh, I think we should meet up and have a discussion. And then I was like, he likes our voice? <laughs> He wants to do voices for animation. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that uh, he meant he liked comedic tone. Our comedic yeah. tone, yes. We learned very soon after. Yeah, that. like in the well, meeting. But, yeah, yeah. 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 He always We're like, Wait, no cartoon. <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna be the next voice of Nemo. <laughs> Lilo right. and Stitch. You yeah. came with like seven different yeah. voices. I'm like, I practice my uh, <clears throat> deep voice. All I practice Quasimodo. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ian always blames me though for it. He's like, he's like, Anthony thought it meant that. I, yeah, I'm I like, I'm like, you were there with me in the room. <laughs> then, well, maybe he's right. Maybe he does like our voice. I just stay quiet and let him say the stupid. But why things. did he say voice <laughs> singular? <laughs> Trying to figure that one out. He meant one of us. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's if I were in your shoes, having that meeting with Barry, I would be very. I mean, I guess we had meetings like that. Where it was someone saying, okay, I want to team up with you guys. I want to partner with you guys to make you a bigger success. We'd be very skeptical and uh, have a lot of trust issues with that. Oh, we definitely were. You know, it's it's the type of thing. I mean, someone's got the right credentials. Obviously, I, I, I think we can look at your work and I think infer that once you involved, maybe it's Barry, maybe there's even more people from there, mm-hmm. that there was a... There was a there was a turn, a corner that Smosh turned that was like, okay, all of a sudden, it's not just limited by two guys, but there's a lot going on. There's multiple channels. There's all these things. But at that moment, it must have been a huge business decision. It was. All of a sudden, you're not just two guys making funny videos, but you have to be businessmen. 
And you just can't, you know, it's not like you can just turn around to your parents and say, hey, what do you think I should do? Right. Especially at the time, no one had ever done anything like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have no one that could yeah. be a well, mentor. Well, the thing is, he worked for free for us for a long time and kind of, I don't know if it was on purpose, but he really proved himself. And we just- Earn your trust. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, he, he got us thinking on a, on, a, on a level that we weren't thinking- of at that point, because you know we we're just we we're just two dudes, and all we cared about was just making a dumb video every once in a while, and you know uh, didn't really think about long term and that kind of stuff. So he got us thinking bigger, like you know growing out the website, um, you know producing more content. Convinced us to get a camera guy. Yeah, <laughs> convinced us. Yeah, that was that was the thing. It's like it's like when you why are you trying to do everything when you should try to focus on the creative creative stuff yeah. and, and and have you know people do basically all the things that we could teach someone we should teach someone and all the things that are like super you know whatever creative or whatever that only we could do is the only thing that we should be focusing on so what what specifically did you decide to focus on and then leave everything else to somebody else that mm-hmm. you're going to entrust through Barry what were those things that you that you decided to hold on to writing and acting, and we did some. We did a lot of the directing. Mm-hmm. We did almost all of that, all of it back then. Um, we handed off things like, but not editing. Actually, yeah, I did all the editing. Too. You kept editing. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So that so, still, that still so sounds like it. we did. It was, a, I mean, it was a. It was a. I mean, this is, this is the process. This yeah, is the process no, that we're talking about. Like, like it, it we, took years we, yeah. for. For yeah. us to let very go, slow let go of certain things, like very slow like getting getting props and you know making the props mm. and you know casting camera, people yeah, a producer and, to, like to cast people, get all the props and then make well, sure let's we have do this. And, what about fast forward to now? How does uh, it work now? I think I'm. I think we're fascinated. We have a very well oiled machine going on. Now. <laughs> I mean, not not. I mean, you guys live in different towns. I'm mm. I'm fascinated from a from a professional standpoint. Uh, what do you guys focus on, and then what do you entrust to other people? Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you guys kind of divide up the labor? What are your strengths? Well, now it's like between the two of you. Pretty much better, do it's like, a lot better process now because yeah. before, like Anthony was was doing uh, the brunt of the editing, and um, Ian was doing the brunt of all the writing. writing yeah, so we've, so luckily, like we've we've taken the the editing. I mean, we still like. You should see the notes that, especially like Anthony gives, like because we have we have an editor and we we send him a bunch of notes. Like I, I give a, a novel of notes, but he's been yeah. editing for us for three years now, so he's kind of almost learned how our brain works, and he'll like yeah. just go there now. But now now it's like Anthony and I can really focus on like writing the together, writing and brainstorms, and it's just a lot better process now. Every week we're on probably 10, 12 hours of <laughs> writing and brainstorm calls, just just with each other to. to Make flesh out the next video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's a your release schedule is one major video. We have a, a crazy week. release schedule if you really break it down because we we have the one major release a week. Then we have the bloopers and behind the scenes, which we also still have a big part in giving all the notes on that and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And that's just for main channel, and then we have our second channel, which is we're only in one video a week on there now, which is uh, either. Our lunch vlogs, or just a, a random type thing that we do together, which is still called Ian is bored for some. <laughs> Even though it's both the, been both of us on there yeah. for the past three years, or it was something. like like three years ago. We were like, well, maybe 
you were like, maybe I should be in these videos too. I was yeah. like, okay. And then I was like, we should call it Samasha's board. And it's like, okay. Yeah. We'll get around <laughs> yeah. to that later. I never yeah. changed it. I never it's changed. The, it's all Ian's board, but it's. Yeah. If you yeah. trace it back, like you'll find like maybe three years ago, it was actual <laughs> videos where it was just me. And you yeah. were actually bored. I was actually probably bored, yeah. For the first three, maybe. And then, yeah. <laughs> but on the on on the subject of like, yeah, work uh, videos we make, like it's it's the second channel, then also two videos our on our gaming channel, Smosh Games, which yeah. we we oversee a lot of a lot of those videos, give notes on those. videos. So we're five videos a week, basically. And yeah, mm-hmm. but you live, you Ian, you still live in Sacramento, correct? And you live here. I live down here, yeah. So it's it's crazy because um, every two weeks I fly up and we shoot in Sacramento. We shoot um, a batch of our sketch videos. And then we have some of the vlogs that we sometimes shoot every once in a while whenever I uh, come up there for that. And every then, other week. Yes. And then, fly. yeah. And then Ian flies down here every two to four weeks and we shoot a bunch of gaming videos. And then, you know, we appear on things like this and uh, guest spots on other. YouTuber stuff. And so, so how'd you make that decision? I mean, like, how'd you make the decision, and then, and was it an easy decision, and has it been difficult? Oh, for like the move for, for the move. Yeah, um, it was it was pretty, it was a difficult decision for sure. I yeah. really want to live down here. Ian really wants to live in Sacramento. Yeah. Anthony and was what, like, one day, Anthony was like, I think I'm gonna move down to LA. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, okay, we'll make it work. Yeah. And then like, and then like an hour later, I was like, shh. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna yeah. do? But the, we, but you know, we we figured it all a year, out. A little over yeah. a year ago, and the process has been getting better and better. Yeah, we figured it all out. Before, but that, but that I was left. the initial conversation was y- you saying to Ian, yeah, I think I'm gonna move to L.A. It was <laughs> yeah. like an announcement. It was pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I was felt like out, I was hanging out at his house. I was we were finishing editing on a yeah. video. I felt like if I'd asked him, he would have just been like, no. <laughs> so what went into that decision um i i really like it down here and i don't know i just feel like i wasn't growing in sacramento i don't know it's a really small town so it wasn't like love or something no, i mean you know i have my girlfriend or fiance i always call her girlfriend i feel like fiance is such a douchebaggy word uh, yeah like means you you're gonna marry her all the fiancés in the world it's just because it's like not a, to mention yours I feel like, <laughs> no we both agree to call each other girlfriend boyfriend it's just weird saying fiance I feel like I have to say it with a French accent or something that was not French <laughs> okay how would you say it let's not get on know. a rabbit trail <laughs> say it, say it, yeah. so um, you moved was she living here no she lived down here when we met and then she moved up to Sacramento to be with me for a while, and then she really likes it down here, and I mean that helped in the decision. But most of the decision was me. Like I felt like even if I wasn't with her at the time, I would have wanted to move down here. Well, it's interesting. It's okay if she's the reason. She's not, you can no, say that. No, no, I mean she's definitely It'll win part you of some the extra reason. points. Yeah. Just saying. Well, she's it, totally it, the reason. It's, there's an interesting, interesting dynamic to this. You know, Link and I, when we decide like where we're going to, like right now we're we're still renting, but hopefully buying houses. You know, at, at some point, mm-hmm. there there's a conversation that's just like, well, okay, well, whoever buys the house first is kind of telling the other guy where he's going to live in town, <laughs> and dictating where the other guy lives. Uh, yeah, right, because LA's a big place and Compton, <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, Red, I've bought a house in Compton. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if, if, I've also signed a lucrative record deal with Death Row Records. <laughs> so I'm, you know, 
that would be very that would be a very difficult thing as i think yeah. about how we we would re- relate what's the nature of the conflict do you have is it are the, is there creative conflict is there also interpersonal conflict like do you have a fight over the idea about it's funny to fall off the bike do you also have an i you know a, <laughs> No, we don't really ever fight. It's always, I mean, sometimes it's like... Um, There's usually a reason for one person to be the correct one. Yeah, they will get, I mean, that's why we How don't do you argue. Decipher? We both lay Explain out... for we a both, long period of time. We both lay out our discussion, and one person's eventually like, all right, I mean, yeah. either it's not a battle worth having, or I, mean, we, I agree with you. We certainly, uh, a lot of our arguments end in whoever's voice raises the, the highest. <laughs> yeah. I don't and know, like, we keep so it's it like, oh, control. he must feel, sh- it's not his idea must be, he must have more reasons, it's, he must feel more strongly about this, because his voice is louder than mine. I don't, I don't think I could be in a creative partnership with Rhett, because, like, just stature-wise, he would <laughs> yeah. just scare the hell out of me. Yeah, I didn't I'm say in, tallness. I, I'm, I said, I'm intimidating. He's like, he's not falling off the bike, that's not funny, and then he just <laughs> tower over and say, oh, okay, okay, Rhett, just don't Well, me. I mean, but we do it, like, Link and I will sometimes get into an argument mm-hmm. that if there's someone else, like some some of our staff are, are in the room, I, they I, leave. They just kind of just sit there with this look on their face, like, <laughs> "All right, okay." How like they'll long, start sweating. How yeah. long is this going to last? You know what? What we do a lot is sometimes, a lot of times when we're writing, we'll have our, our buddy Ryan on there with us, and he's he'll, a he'll, writing friend. He'll yeah. we'll, he'll help to throw ideas off of yeah. just so we get a new. He's, voice he's a middleman, so, basically. So yeah. we're like, we you know, have this back and forth for like five minutes. We'll be like, you know what, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah. And then he'll give us his honest opinion. So that helps out a lot. Do you guys get pissed at each other personally? I mean, Rhett and I, in a lot of ways, we spend so much time together for so many years that. We even describe our own friendship more as like an old married couple. Of course, yeah. Like we, I mean, we definitely we get <laughs> we just get mad at each other. Like Reg gets mad at me because I'm so sensitive about things. <laughs> like I I get mad at him because not of what he says, but how he says it to me. And he's like, "Why are we arguing about this?" You know, there's those type of arguments that have nothing yeah. to do with a video idea. They just have yeah. to do with how are we getting along? Should we get counseling? <laughs> hmm. Does um, that does that happen with you guys? It's a it's a weird dynamic because I think Ian is very, like I said, reserved. <laughs> you know, he'll mm-hmm. he'll just keep his feelings in. I don't even know what he's feeling at the time. He'll just be quiet. Yeah, you and know I'm what like I'm feeling right now. <laughs> but then <laughs> do, does feeling. it do you bottle up and then you let it out and you're like, shut know. up. <laughs> I feel like there's probably like 20 years of of stuff that he hasn't yeah, told me I about. I haven't blown up on him. Yet. <laughs> Have I? Have I? I, I don't know. I I'll kind of tell my feelings right away. Yeah, and and you just won't. <laughs> I'll just sit there and just kind of nod and be like, "Yeah," <laughs> but you can tell he's upset. Oh yeah, but but then it just is like I don't want to keep nagging him to get it out of him. I'll just be like, "All right, he'll tell me when he's ready." Nope, never gonna tell. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. It just, it just goes away. There's definitely been things that Ian has never told me that he was mad about that he just was like, "Okay, quietness." And what's your approach? I mean, what is it? Does it does it dissolve in the depths? I don't. I know. think he. I think he secretly <laughs> hates me because he's never told me about all these things that have upset. Well, I'm about to get it out of well, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, if, counseling. If I do, then I'm not going to tell you, right? Because that's how this goes. That's true. Yeah. Be, so yeah. I could just be harboring these murderous yeah. rage feelings, and yeah. you never know. That, well, that's why I'm asking. Um, <laughs> do I harbor murderous rage for Anthony? Sure. I don't think so. 
so it dissolves. It's not the type of thing that <laughs> Ian's, I've getting, never been, un- Ian's getting uncomfortable no, right now. I can I've tell never, because I've he never been like, like to talk about his feelings. I've never been angry. Welcome at, to Air Biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never been like. I've just like. It's probably like in I get I get really like easily like butt hurt over like over acting direction. Because you do, I would never know. I never knew that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, hey. like for, but, for instance, uh, well, just because Anthony and I are really specific about like a certain way lines should be delivered and stuff, and we totally tell it to like other actors that come on our set. Uh, but then it's like when 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 he gives like me a direction, like you should do that better or something. You know, maybe he doesn't say <laughs> that. Say just do that better. <laughs> something like that. I. Uh, I like, get, I get definitely get butthurt over it, and then I realize afterwards, like, why did I get angry about that? <laughs> I'm just trying to make like, our video better or yeah. get an alternate take. I just, you know, I just need to do that better. For a while, I, I don't know if I ever told you, but I was like, I was a little mad because I would always give you a lot of direction and have you do like 20 different takes, and you would always be like, yeah, I think it's good to my takes and I'd be like yeah. I want you to get the best out of me that I could get I'm like I'm just doing yeah. these weird stale takes and you have all these like crazy takes that I like yeah. got out of you our producer Ryan said that when I die he's going to put on my tombstone the quote whatever <laughs> because that's my that's my common response to we'll like, be like what he's do like what do you think about, about the shot I'm like whatever <laughs> or he'll be like he'll be like do you think we should shoot it like this or do you think we should shoot it like this I'm, whatever <laughs> like whatever you think is better man like, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely more of the go with the flow path of least resistance type guy. Ian's more into the the writing um, and uh, yeah, but you did most most of, of the writing at first. That it sounds like you guys well, are like no, balancing I mean, that. It was, it's hard to say because I mean, like sometimes you know Anthony would come come up with an idea. Sometimes I would come up with an idea. But there was a there was a time that Anthony was taking the brunt of the editing. Sure. So I was taking a brunt of the. Uh, outlining, and you're just an overall funnier person. So that was. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Anthony. I always said that. I always said that. So but nice. were you were you very opinionated about the script? But then when it came to the other things, well, you're yeah, like and whatever. Then, and then like yeah, since I wrote this, since I wrote the outline, and then Anthony would would tell me things he didn't like. I guess I get butt hurt, butt hurt over that too. <laughs> you get butt hurt easily, you just, but just, you never tell me. That's I'm just like, a creative. It's just a creative thing. You just you take ownership over something, and then when somebody tells you that it's not good, you're like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, right. I mean, I, yeah. Well, it, it, a problem with uh, for a while was Ian would get stuck in writing a everything a certain type of way, and there was no <laughs> evolution. It was just all yeah. a very safe certain type of way, and I'd be like, "We need to grow. We need to do yeah, things yeah. different." Definitely. Definitely. Right. Well, and you know, we deal with this all the time with with uh, coming up with ideas and presenting ideas to one another. And you know, we kind of develop this philosophy. And it's, you, we don't do it. it. We we try to do it, but we don't always do it. But like, hold your ideas out here, and those who are listening, I'm holding it next to me <laughs> instead of in front of me. So when somebody hates on your idea, they're not hating you, the individual, right? right? Yeah. And so you kind of you learn a bit, okay. Somebody uh, sh- I think right, the analogy yeah. is when somebody shoots down your idea, it doesn't hit you right. with a bullet. So it's, huh. so you, you just, you learn to, to take criticism. But it's, I mean, it's tough. I, I think one of the d- dynamics is maybe, maybe the fact that you guys are in different cities, may, you know, that actually may be something that, uh, I, I think the reason that Link and I, are like okay, you know, we we have to 
get our feelings out there and we have to deal with this. Like, like every once in a while, it's like, all right, we're going to have a conversation. It's going to be a two-hour conversation, but it's not about ideas. <laughs> this is about our relationship <laughs> with each Damn, other. guys. So we have to keep... And, well, I mean, they're around each other no, so much. Yeah, but this is a like a 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. every <laughs> single weekday, right? Plus the, plus the commute. You're not counting Yeah, yeah, plus, carpool. plus the, plus oh, the yeah, commute. Oh, yeah, carpool and the other. Yeah, and, so, and, and because we are committed to this thing being... In, an yeah. indefinite endeavor is so like, like marriage counseling. Oh, definitely. That's amazing. No, we no we've we've actually talked about that. We're like, well, can you think we could benefit? Like, not I'm I'm. <laughs> not wait, are you about going to an actual counselor? No, 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 no. Let me let me let me preface this by saying that <laughs> we I think we have a really we have a really good friendship because we talk about our friendship. It's like that's it, because we kind of deal with it on that level. But yeah. we we had a guy come into the office to kind of like evaluate the team, like uh, as a as a almost like a fun team building exercise, but he also helps you understand the different dynamic personalities and how who can work together and what where there might be conflict. And then we never did it, but we were like, "Hmm, I wonder what it would be like for us just to just sit down with this guy and say, "All right, you know how we're different. You see our personality profiles. Like how can we work together better?" Yeah. So I would not not say, "Oh, we're, we need to go to counseling." <laughs> but you know, I I think well, it's I, uh, my idea was to turn ear biscuits into recorded counseling. I that's my, what's happening right now. I wanted to have <laughs> no, counseling yeah. sessions, yeah. legitimate counseling sessions, couples therapy for the two of us, and then only if we can monetize it. Yeah, <laughs> we needed a sponsor. Well, then well, I mean, those counselors are expensive. Yeah, they are. Right. And then I, you realize that know, it's though. been uh, broadcasted to you know hundred thousand people or whatever, so well, you can't we didn't take do anything it. back. Yeah, we, <laughs> we didn't do it. Yeah. But back to counseling, you guys. Uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> But I think I think like part of the part of the the way that we kind of fixed that that creative hurdle that we were that we were in was that now that we're both collaborating together, we're building those ideas together. Mm-hmm. Now instead of me instead of us talking about an idea, I write something and I come to Anthony and then he tells me what's <laughs> We have a much better process so, cuz yeah. before we when we weren't collaborating together, we'd get down to like the end of a script and it would be so far gone. I was like I can't just Tear yeah. your idea to shreds. Yeah, yeah. But now I won't let an idea go unless I'm really happy with it. You know? Yeah. I won't let it get turned into a video. What about the kind of division of characters? All right. Uh, I'm kind of curious how you guys would describe the on camera versions of yourselves. I was going to say each other, but I think mm-hmm. it's safer and fairer to describe yourself. I'll let Ian go first. Hmm. Your on-camera persona, because you write for that. Yeah, right. Are we kind of. Yeah, I mean, I think we were. I think somehow we were. My character was more fleshed out than Anthony's was. Like Anthony, we were the basically like for a long time. I was kind of like the idiot, and Anthony was more the straight character that was playing off of the of my idiotness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Idiocy. Yeah, of my idiocy. <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, and and like you know about a year ago anthony was like hey like we should probably try to figure out a way to make me more interesting i was like look at than, every interesting can uh, you make me movie. more stupid is that what <laughs> yeah. you're asking no i'm like look at every uh, interesting duo in a movie look at um super bad like those two have a great dynamic like you could see one would be on screen hilarious one the other one would be on screen by themselves hilarious but ian and i ian was hilarious and then i'm just like 
no, stop being dumb. Like always, that's would be mm-hmm. my character. So, yeah. um, so I guess that goes on to my character was just the straight guy that kept the story moving forward. But but now I'm I'm trying to evolve it a little bit because I was always jealous. I was like, Ian has all the funny lines. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, until we got to like, unless we did like a a thing where we played characters, right? Like I mean, playing characters, characters and stuff. We we tried to divide, mm-hmm. tried to divide. Like whenever we do like if movies are real or anything like that, we look at all the all the characters and we're like, okay, let's like evenly. Yeah, space right. us out. I would kind of hate playing myself because I would just always be the my. Here, here's what I would say: <laughs> Why are you doing that? Stop that! That's my voice in every single video, pretty much saying the same exact thing. Well, did you? And how did you guys address that? Um, and I was, who, who brought it up? I, well, brought, he, he I brought, brought it up because I was so jealous yeah. of Ian's good lines and yeah. me just being the. What are you doing, guy? Yeah, I mean Anthony's more of more. He he looks ahead to try to figure out how we can make things better, and then I'm. I'm more complacent. Like I just <laughs> whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever. So it's it's kind of it's kind of an interesting an interesting um, thing because um, yeah, we haven't exactly found a, a remedy for my character situation because we still want Ian's character to be similar to how it was because it's really good. And then mine, I'm like, how can I how can I evolve this? You know, am I a smart ass? Do I am I overly confident with everything? Even though I'm. You know, not necessarily the smartest person. Yeah, that's kind of the the way we're going right now. Barry Barry tried to explain it. He he compared it to some old ass TV show that we never heard of because he's older. <sighs> old and people. he said it was like it was like there's a character that's an idiot, but thinks he a, a character that's dumb but thinks he's smart, and then the other person is dumb but thinks the other one is smart. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense, right? Well, I think it would be encouraging for anybody who's trying to do anything creative to know that guys who have been doing this as long as you guys have with the success that you've seen are still trying to figure out something that could be considered that fundamental yeah and let me tell you right now we totally relate to that we all we have fundamental level conversations about our comedy and like what is it we're trying to do and like what who are you supposed to be in this and Mm -hmm. and after like you know eight nine years of doing it it's you know you're trying to figure out what to do next with it right Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's what are you trying to do next week with it yeah (laughs) i mean there's the added pressure of doing something every week with really an expectation of never taking a break Really, I yeah. mean, we yeah. you can, but that's not the expectation. It's not like traditional media in, in terms of seasons or anything. Are you guys? Do you experience more pressure at this point in your careers, being you know at the top after all these years? Is it is the pressure even greater now? And what's the biggest fear? I'd say the pressure is like almost a snowball effect. It's just more and more and more every year for me, at least. To um, me, I think you know we've we've a main focus for years has been has been trying to get us on a, a good schedule, so like we're not killing ourselves every single week. Like like oh crap, what's what's next week? Uh, you know. So I think in that regards, like we're we've we've like hammered out a really good schedule, so we're not we're not going crazy. We we I mean. But when's maybe the last, it's not. When's the last time we pulled an all nighter? I mean, we haven't pulled an all nighter in like three years. That's that we, we used to pull an all nighter almost yeah. every week. Yeah, after. but I, I don't really mean, I guess, this the pressure to deliver on a schedule as much as the pressure to remain successful and more successful. I mean, you know, there's 
it's lonely at the top is right. how the saying goes. <laughs> and there's, how do you stay there? I don't feel the pressure to, to be successful. For some reason, I feel pressure to um, have the audience like what we're still doing. Have, have anyone that's watching it not be like, wow, this sucks compared to whenever. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to always be like, oh, you're growing, evolving, and I love this. So are you, you're afraid that you're not going to be relevant? You're not or I mean, afraid? I guess that's somewhat there, but to me it's always been, I don't know, for some reason comments and the way that people react to videos has always been something that I take really close to heart. I mean, mm-hmm. we haven't really worried. I mean, we just want to just try to grow our brand and, and just create good content. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, we're not really worried about quote-unquote success, but, you know, we just want to grow the brand and as long as we keep creating content that people enjoy, then the success will hopefully mm-hmm. follow. Mm-hmm. And obviously, guys like you have been uh, approached probably numerous times by different traditional media companies who want the, who want the Smosh TV show, who want the Smosh movie. Uh, how are you guys thinking about it, the, the moving? forward into the future and all the things that you have. I mean, you guys launched a freaking magazine. You know, it's like you're kind of in a position where you can do what it is you want and you're the ones who make those decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you how do you look into the next decade? I mean, I think it's just about picking the right things. Um, we have all these things that we want to try, but then it's always it always falls back to I we can't stop doing YouTube on the schedule that we're on. I mean, it's it's we just want to keep doing what we're what we're doing right now, you know, with, with what we're doing. What uh, have you said <laughs> no to? Um, I mean, on a on a yearly basis, on a monthly basis, you guys have to be saying no. I always said no. Yeah. We don't want a television show on this channel. No, we don't want to sign this type of development deal for this type of television. I mean, most of the things that we've said no to have only been because of the creative differences i mean that or the timing because they'd yeah. be like hey we want uh, you guys try to do it in a tv show if it gets picked up you're going to be shooting for x amount of weeks every year and we're like we can't sacrifice mm. that much time because we got to keep doing so much on on uh, youtube and on our websites and stuff right i mean you were there the night when we were in miami and we, we talked about this earlier yeah, it was amazing yeah well we got the word that hey our television show got picked up we got 10 episodes on ifc and you know, even in our minds, it was like, "Is this a good thing?" And it's, yeah. it sounds like you guys made a decision that y- you certainly had those opportunities. And if that was you instead of us, it sounds like you did say, "No, I'm not even. I'm not even going to pilot something because we can't leave this space." Right. I mean, I if mean, you have, if you, if we have the time. And if we've if we have it all planned out, yeah, we're totally open to well do... something like a, a a TV show though. You have to do recurring if it's going to be successful. But if it's something like a movie, which we're both interested in doing mm-hmm. at some point, um, it's you could block out uh, twenty days, and you're like, we just got to get really ahead beforehand. So right. what? So what are you going to do? Is it a movie? Have you written the script? Uh, we might in the future. We we're really interested in it, but. You know, the the overall plan for Smosh isn't just about Ian and I. So our main focus isn't, let's go do a movie, let's go be uh, huge mm-hmm. Hollywood hotshots or whatever. Let's let's grow the brand and keep our comedy alive in as many different forms as we can. We have our gaming channel, we have a cartoon channel. Um, we're trying to introduce new personalities that totally get our humor, that we think our audience will like. Um, you know, like they love all the Smosh Games guys now. 
and uh, they love Mari. So those those have been some personalities that we've introduced that mm-hmm. that totally get it. So so more of that type yeah. of thing too. Uh, other yeah. other Smosh properties. Yeah, other people that we really love that yeah. we know that our audience will totally get. Yeah, because I mean, like we can't we can't create fifty shows ourselves, but we can create other shows that other people make that our audience can enjoy just as much as they enjoy watching our shows. And mm-hmm. that's and I think that's that's cool. Is there is there anything is is there anything somebody coming along and saying, Here boys, here's here's twenty million dollars each to go live on an island and, and just wake up and have a drink every day and, and spend time with your, your loved ones. Is there anything at this point that would stop you from continuing to pursue this. There's a part of me that would really like to do that. Because <laughs> um, I, 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 I know how hard you guys work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. An island can get kind of boring. I, <laughs> I mean, what? just insert whatever <laughs> it is. Let's just call it an isthmus. Well, yeah, what, whatever it is. Yeah, it's still attached to land in some way. But what is it that, if anything, that would kind of... Say, oh, you know what? Okay, we we don't have to keep we don't have to keep pushing. So I hard. guess if I ran for president, I'd probably <laughs> no. Stop um, I really love making the videos, and I really love just the reaction of the the audience. And like I said, going yeah. back to comments, I, mean, I love Anth- when people say they yeah. love what we made or what we had a part in. What yeah, I saying? mean, like Anthony and I have had this conversation like a million times. We're like, what the hell are we gonna do after this? Like, yeah. and because I mean, we we love the whole process, and we love you know just making people laugh and having people enjoy the content. So, I mean, we want to keep doing what we're doing and then also, you know, expanding that so we don't have to have the same sort of workload when Mm -hmm. we're 40. I'm not going to lie, though. It gets gets tough, and there's there's times where I really do, where I would take that offer for a certain amount of time. But, like, I go on vacation somewhere for a week, and it's, like, the most needed thing ever. And... After I'm done, I get back home and I'm like, all right, let's do this again. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just love it so much. But, you know, I just feel like I need, uh, I need breaks in there. Right. I'm sure you guys can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for coming in. It was good to, it was good to get to know you. And uh, now you got to sign this table. Yes. You can, we'll you can grasp table. each other's hand and do the Ouija <laughs> board technique like, to sign. Should we, like, draw, should we draw the flying gas mask? Yes, on? we should. That's our Ear Biscuit with Smosh. Tweet at them and let them know you appreciated the Ear Biscuit at Smosh Ian and at Smosh Anthony are their personal Twitters. That's Hashtag simple. Ear Biscuits. That's simple. That's good. That was smart. Thoughtful. Yeah. Let them know that you're glad they came on. We appreciated that and their friendship as well. The $20 million question that you ask them. The $20 million question. Specifically, the meaning the question about $20 million. Would you take the money and run? I'll put it back on you since you asked them. Uh, well, but it specifically involved a, an island. Oh. Uh, so your answer was in the question. You're like, no, um, if I could take $20 million, I'd buy an island and no, okay. ditch this no, retin Obviously, the, the, the nature of the question was, uh, if you could just be totally set and and have all the money that you need, the the security that you want to have, the relationships with loved ones, and have peace and quiet, would you take all that to leave the career that you're doing? That was a question that I essentially presented to them. So putting what, that back on me, yeah, yeah. boy, I, here's what here's what would happen. 
I take the money, the $20 million, and then I would immediately think, man, we could do something pretty awesome with this $20 million. We can come up with yeah. a really awesome idea to, to, make, to make happen. So I, I think the answer is- Like a really big robot. You, mm, I wasn't thinking a robot, but I was thinking something a little more creative. Think about that. how big the robot would be for twenty million dollars. Pretty awesome. Okay, five million towards an awesome robot. Fifteen million towards another idea. But then you're like nickel and diamond. I mean, if all this, uh, well, another million, he'll be like another six foot taller. I think. And the, then all of a sudden, you got a twenty million dollar, one hundred and thirty foot robot. And then what? Uh, what? What does he do? Does he then make money? He's, I think he's probably a movie star. I don't know. He's, he's very a movie lifelike. star robot. Like he's got human flesh on him and stuff. I think it's going to take more than 20 mil. Yeah, probably so. I'll take 60 mil, maybe 80. I mean, freaking... Uh, I mean, that puts things in perspective bomber, right there. The stealth bomber is like a billion dollars, man. Yeah, that's what sucks about it. You think you're rich, and then all of a sudden, you, you, you've built a fleshy foot of a robot, and you're like, I'm out. It's like those houses we used to encounter like back in Harnett County that would be half built. And I was like, oh, that would be a nice house if somebody completed it. <laughs> I think the honest answer is is that I don't think there's any amount of money or any particular thing, relaxation or not, that I would be like, you know, yeah, I don't want to keep, I don't want to keep creating. I get tired of certain things, right? Doing the same thing over and over again or whatever. But I don't get but tired not the of the job. The job. Yeah, it's a, we have a job, a dream job. I think that what I would do with the money, I would give the correct answer here, and I would say I would start an endowment for other people to have the freedom to follow in our footsteps. Oh, that's nice No of you, strings Link. attached. That's very nice of you. And and uh, advance the cause of entertainment. Well, the problem is, is you don't get the money unless you take it and go to the island. That's my stipulation. So, Or you can't build a robot with it either. So forget that. Oh. Okay. Your only requirement to get the 20 mil from our endowment is to listen to all ear biscuits. And look, you're already doing that. So you're well on your way. And we thank you. Hold on. I think you just made a legal promise to lots of people about $20 million just for listening to every episode of Ear Biscuits. So as Link's uh, unofficial legal counsel, I will say he <laughs> retracts that statement. And uh, we really do want you to listen to every ear biscuit, but you will not be receiving any money for doing so. Uh, thanks for leaving a review on iTunes. If you do that, you're back in the running for the $20 mil endowment. Okay, you can officially. be in, in the running for the non-existent $20 million endowment, yes. And if you use hashtag AirBiscuits to let us know, uh, give us feedback on the show across all social media, you're in the top 10 for the $20 million endowment. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That's he, how much. He would like to retract that statement. Uh, there is no top 10. There is no endowment. But there is... A 100-foot flesh-covered robot <laughs> oh my that will come to your house and present you with a check yep. for $10 and from us. Footnote, all of this is imaginary, and uh, including the robot, the flesh covering, and the check, and the endowment, and everything Link has said uh, during the past five minutes. All imaginary, non-existent, end quote. See you on the island. <laughs>